Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is 7 News with Ann Sanders. Good morning. The New South Wales border with Victoria is shut. Melbourne is about to go into lockdown and the Prime Minister is due to speak on the unfolding outbreak. There's a lot developing this morning. Let's go live to Melina Saris in Melbourne. Melina, good morning to you. Five million people there are facing six long weeks of isolation. That's right, Anne, and that isolation begins at midnight tonight. Metropolitan Melbourne will again be forced back into those harsh lockdown conditions. We will no longer be able to have visitors over or to visit people. We cannot head out for a meal and our gyms and beauty salons will have to close again. That follows Victoria's soaring coronavirus case numbers. We recorded another 134 cases overnight, but yesterday we did test 30,000 people and that is a daily record. We've now tested more than one million people since January. As soon as that lockdown was announced yesterday afternoon, we saw an increase of shoppers at the supermarkets and some pretty long queues, and that prompted Coles and Woolworths to bring back their product restrictions on a number of staple items like flour, toilet paper, pasta and rice. There were some empty shelves this morning across some supermarkets, but they have been quickly restocked, and we've been assured that there is plenty of stock out there. Premier Daniel Andrews is currently holding a press conference. Let's have a listen to what he has to say about our latest lockdown. I think that if we all work together over these next six weeks, as painful and frustrating and difficult as that will be, we will be able to get to the other side of this stay-at-home period. We'll be able to then recommence our opening up in a cautious way. We'll be able to repair the damage to the economy that this virus is doing. And Melina, Defence Force personnel and police officers will surround Melbourne to enforce the new lockdown. Yeah, it's likely we will see a lot more Defence Force personnel out there working together with Victoria Police as one team. 264 ADF members will join with Victoria Police from tonight. We will see an increased police presence on a lot of our major roads like the Hume Freeway and the Calder Freeway. Police will be using booze buses and number plate recognition technology along with the Highway Patrol and the Mounted Branch to ensure that everyone is doing the right thing and everyone is in the right place. And police have made it very clear that if people are caught out not doing the right thing, they will not hesitate to hand out those $1,600 fines. And Melina Saris live in Melbourne. Thank you very much, Melina. The Prime Minister will address the escalating crisis in the coming hours. Our political correspondent, Tim Lester, is standing by. Good morning, Tim. We haven't heard from the PM since this crisis escalated. What are we expecting? 
Good morning, Anne. Well, his office is saying very little about his plans, but knowing the Prime Minister's rhythm ever since the coronavirus first wave of cases, he'll want to be in the public limelight on this issue and speaking about it, you'd think, reasonably quickly. We also know there have been meetings in the last two days of the two key subcommittees of Federal Cabinet, the National Security Committee and the Economic Committee, and there's a Cabinet meeting today. So it could well involve some federal decision-making about approach to the border issues. Uh, all, also, there are some other issues, for example, our deteriorating relationship with China that might come into play and the issue of Hong Kong. Uh, but certainly you'd expect when we do see the Prime Minister, he's going to be focused on what's happening on the border and the repercussions for the country. Yeah. And, Tim, the Treasurer gave a very strong indication that JobKeeper will be extended. Do we know who will continue to receive assistance? Uh, no, though we do know that the issue here is targeting it. That's not surprising because JobKeeper in particular is perhaps very little or there's very little targeting in the initial uh, plan. It is a broad brush instrument beyond selecting the companies who are, are suffering under coronavirus. Then uh, it's a very broad br brush. So the government does want to narrow this and rein in costs. And certainly the Treasurer this morning has given his clearest indication yet flatly saying that there will be an announcement with the mini economic statement due here in uh, 15 days time and that it will uh, involve assistance but more targeted than the current program. Uh, no word on whether that kind of philosophy extends also to job seeker and the extra payment that virtually doubles uh, the unemployment benefit uh, but those are things we'll certainly learn if not between now and the 23rd on the day. Tim Lester in Canberra. Thank you very much, Tim. People along the Victoria-New South Wales border have faced a frustrating morning of long delays as the closure comes into force. Checkpoints all morning have been busy with hundreds of drivers trying to cross. Tegan Dolling reports. Good morning, Anne. A lot of these cars have taken around an hour just to get to this point. They're about to cross the border into New South Wales and most are locals. They're residents from Wodonga who are just trying to get across to work or even drop their kids off at childcare. It's usually a drive that would take around five minutes. Today we spoke to one driver. It's taken him an hour and a half. Now, the queues do back back for kilometres. It's uh, now flowing out onto the Hume Highway and that's because they've actually shut the highway off at Albury and what they're doing is they're forcing all of the cars to divert through the checkpoint where police will be looking at everyone's licenses. Hopefully they have their permits, although we know there has been a few issues with drivers trying to get their permits overnight with uh, the website crashing. So they need to have a pretty good reason to be allowed access into New South Wales. Been in there for nearly an hour from the causeway. It's a little bit of an inconvenience, but this is the time. We've got to get this sorted out. This border shutdown came into force at midnight. There's 650 police officers as well as the military who will be guarding 55 border crossings for at least the next few weeks. We know that they'll be using specialised equipment including drones and even boats to make sure no one is trying to cross illegally. And if they do, they face fines of up to $11,000 and even jail time. But I think the best advice for the people who have to travel the causeway here is just they're going to have to remain patient. 
Thank you, Tegan. The New South Wales Premier has just given a COVID update as the state works to shut down the virus threat from south of the border. Let's go live to Chief Correspondent Chris Reason in Sydney. Good morning, Chris. What has the Premier said this morning? Good morning to you and, well, effectively, the Premier Gladys Berejiklian has this morning put the border towns on the 1,000-kilometre-long border between New South Wales and Victoria on notice today, saying that they are now, the government is now looking seriously at the situation along the border and is preparing those border towns for a possible major announcement in coming days, hinting, not confirming, but hinting that on the table right now is the fact that they may, in fact, uh, effectively move the border north of Albury. They are watching the stats and the data very closely on the bubble-like conditions in those towns to see if there is any COVID virus spread. Uh, and she is warning, though, that there could be dramatic uh, changes to the way the border and permit systems run, as I say, effectively shifting the border north. Even potentially, she won't rule out putting all of the border towns into lockdown conditions, just like Melbourne is currently back in now. Let's take a listen to some of what she had to, to say this morning. We can certainly control what happens on our side of the border. We can't control what's happened uh, in, on the other side of the border. If we see that what we've allowed at this point is too much of a health risk, we will need to take further action. Now, and the Premier is also warning that also on the table in front of the government right now, consideration of 14-day hotel quarantine stays, stays for anybody returning to the state from interstate, saying that people should come back now and adding that those hotel stays will have to be paid for by those people no longer having the government pay for them. So that's on the table as well. Just quickly to the latest data. Eight new cases in New South Wales and seven return travellers from overseas. One and eight... The eighth person, a woman in her 30s from southwest Sydney, uh, her case currently under investigation. Anne. Chris Reason reporting from Sydney. Thank you very much, Chris. To other news this morning, Johnny Depp has slammed as complete lies claims by a British tabloid that he was violent towards his ex-wife Amber Heard. The Hollywood superstar is suing the paper and has given evidence in a London court. Hugh Whitford reports. The claims that Johnny Depp is a wife basher and a violent monster were published in the Sun newspaper in 2018, both strenuously denied by the Hollywood star. Johnny Depp says he was the victim of assaults by his ex-wife, Amber Heard. Both were at the Royal Courts of Justice today. Johnny Depp launching defamation proceedings against the newspaper. He spent much of the day in the witness box himself, saying at one point there has been an internal fight in me in terms of drugs and alcohol and other numbing agents throughout my life from the age of 11. He said that it is against his moral code to strike a woman and denying that he has any anger management problems. But this video was played to the court showing Johnny Depp and Amber Heard in their kitchen. Have you drunk this whole thing this morning? Oh, you got this got this going. Oh, really? Johnny Depp saying in that video he was not angry but upset. And among the details he was forced to admit in court today, he spent at one point $30,000 a month on his wine habit. He conceded that a crew member from a film that he'd worked on is suing him for assault. He supplied his 13-year-old daughter with marijuana and his relationship with Amber Heard ended when she or one of her friends defecated in their bed. Johnny Depp's lawyer is saying this trial is not about money, but vindication and legal experts expect that even if Johnny Depp was to win it, 
he's likely to spend more on legal fees than any compensation he could be awarded by the court. He's expected to spend another two days at least being cross-examined by the Sun's barrister. This trial likely to last around three weeks. Brazil's president has tested positive for COVID-19 despite being a vocal sceptic about the risks of the deadly virus. Jair Bolsonaro, who's 65, announced the test results while wearing a mask and speaking to reporters. More than 65,000 Brazilians have died from the virus. The president has played down its risks, calling it a little flu. Australia's businesses and households have been given an extra four-month break from loan repayments by the banks. Network Finance Editor Gemma Acton joins me now. Good morning, Gemma. What's behind this extension? Well, Anne, it's a realisation that many of the 800,000 borrowers who have deferred repayments on $260 billion worth of loans aren't yet in a position to resume those payments. Some might not yet be back at work, others might have reduced income or still be catching up on other obligations. The original six-month loan repayment holiday is a available to all customers. The new four-month extension announced today and due to expire early next year will be targeted and involve banks working with each customer to either extend the length of the loan, convert the loan to interest only for a period or consolidate their debt. All right, Gemma, how are the markets reacting this morning? Well, and the share market turned lower once news of Victoria's dire situation broke yesterday afternoon and is down further still today. Travel companies once again taking a very big hit. Finance Editor Gemma Acton. Thank you, Gemma. Lottery officials are waiting for a mystery millionaire in New South Wales to get in touch after they won last night's $50 million jackpot. It's the biggest jackpot in Australia this year. Samantha Brett has more. And good morning. Well, someone is waking up this morning $50 million richer, only they don't yet know it. So what we do know about this ticket is it was unregistered, so officials cannot contact them, but it was bought somewhere here in New South Wales. One in six Australians actually bought a lotto ticket this time around, and this is the biggest jackpot that we have seen so far for 2020. In case you haven't checked your numbers, well, the winning lucky numbers are 12, 9, 13, 7, 32, 5 and 4. The New South Wales, uh, Wales winners have up to six years to claim their prize, but I'm sure uh, our winner would love to have that money much before then. So uh, as soon as they check their ticket, they should give us a call and we can start the prize claim process. So hopefully that money will be put to good use. We have crunched the numbers. $50 million will buy you 6 million packets of toilet paper. And <laughs> Right, Sam. Thank you very much. Fresh images from the Curiosity rover have revealed what life may have been like on Mars. The rover has begun its winter trip, covering almost two kilometres of the red planet's surface. It'll then summit the 5,000-metre-high Mount Sharp to search for conditions which may have once supported life. Space scientists want to determine how the planet has changed over the past three billion years. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. I'm Andrea, founder of a boutique handbag brand, Andy, and this is why I switched to Shopify. 
I tried three other platforms prior to Shopify, and I remember my breaking point was when I would try to make one little change and my entire site would go down. Shopify made it really easy for me to shift everything over and hit the ground running. I was able to migrate my products and all of my customer information over. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Go to shopify.com slash listen to take your business to the next level today. 